Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. that time again it is sunday morning 10 a.m eastern standard time and if you're listening on this time it's the master plan i am jt and uh, we're going to be breaking down week 13 on the uh fantasy football schedule and on the real real schedule nfl remember like i always say on a saturday I would break down win losses on a Sunday. I break down fantasy. That's how it rolls here uh, on the weekend during football season. Got a great sh- show in store for you today. The number to call in is 347-637-3220. I say that again, 347-637-3220 is the place to be. If you want to talk to the master, and that's me, JT. All right, you got a chat room sitting out there. If you want to ask your question, make a statement or a comment in that chat room, you can also do that. Um, that's for your convenience. Whatever you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. That's all I got to say. So you get to come in foul, you're going to get out foul. Let me put it that way. All right? All right, we got week 13. No more buys uh, for most people. Now, it's not, not all, because I'm in the league right now, and the, the playoffs start this week. And... Uh, I'm saying that um, for the most leagues, for most leagues, the playoffs start week 13. I mean, week 14, I'm sorry. So this is the last chance for those who are on the edge of trying to get into the playoffs to make that one last push to do that. Otherwise, it's, oh, well, maybe next year. Let me put it that way. I would say this, though. Um, I'm not a fan of two-week playoff rounds. And uh, um, I'm in one league. I won the league, not last season, the season before before last. I won it in 2013. Um, I'm the number one seed in that league. Uh, I'm the number one seed in that league. And it's a two-week round. So I have week 12 and 13 as the um, week 13 and 14. I'm sorry. Week 13 and 14 as the first round. Because only four teams out of 12 get into the playoffs. So it's two rounds for each. Um, for each, uh, Basically, it's a semifinal. Let me put it that way. So it's week 13 and 14. Um, and then whoever comes out to victory in week 13 and 14... Uh, play 15 and 16 uh, to decide who who wins the championship. Got a good shot. Like I said, I'm number one seed. Hope you've been following my picks. I know I've, I've uh, uh, boloed it or or um, um, didn't didn't come through on, on on a few of them, but there's a few of them that there's quite a few of them that I that I have um, been on spot on. That if you had picked them up, you had done well. In a few weeks, some of them um, have um, tailed off, but don't lose faith. They're still going to be viable. I'm going to 
try to name some other ones in this week to help you uh, going into the playoffs. Hopefully you listen to me about um, Jonathan Stewart. He's got one of the best fantasy schedules for a running back from here on. Trust me when I say that. He played Atlanta twice, okay? And, and uh, uh, trust me when I say that. You should, if you hadn't picked him up right, quite naturally, the, the trade deadline has gone past uh, my trade deadline for two of my leagues was uh, December 2nd. We had extended it because most of them were either um, the week of Thanksgiving or the week before Thanksgiving. So hopefully it, it had done something and tried to do it before your trade schedule because I've been pushing th- things out about playoff schedule and favorable schedules uh, for le- the last few weeks. So hopefully you, you listen. But it's week 13, people. Week 13. And it's time to make that last push. To get into the playoffs, if if you if you're just that close, in my family, I'm the ninth seed. We have eight seeds that get into it. I won it back to back years, and let me tell you something, people. Whoever has played me tried to try to win at and and they for the most part then they've been succeeding. Even my own son, my own son trying to push me out, make sure I don't get into the playoffs. And and I'm not just saying that. He said that to my face a few weeks ago. I'm trying to keep you out of the playoffs. I got one last-ditch effort. My my team, believe it or not, I've been struggling all year. And my team is probably one of the better teams right now in the league, but there's a strong possibility if I don't, if I win, and I don't get any help from someone else, I'll be out of the playoffs. I'll be out of the playoffs, and I can't remember the last time in the family league I was out of the playoffs. But with the help of my son, one of them, and uh, a few other people, unfortunately, that may come to pass. But you still got to win and then hope for some help. Uh, and with uh, uh, the theme of the song, you got to fight the power. That B. Fight the power. Isley Brothers, back in the day, back in the 70s, if I'm not mistaken, you got to fight the power that B. So fight that power that's trying to knock you out of the playoffs and do your best. And I'm going to try to help you to do that. So without further ado, I've wasted about eight minutes of your time, but I'm not going to try to do it anymore. We're going to jump into, um, and I got to pay attention to inactives, but for the most part, we're going to go down each and every matchup. There is no, there is no more buys. No more buys. No more buys, no more excuses. Okay? Green Bay and Detroit had a heck of a game with Green Bay winning on a Hail Mary. So that game's out of the way. So we got 15 other games to to deal with. And uh, we're going to go through them as quick as possible and then try to give you also the uh, games that may be weather affected. Um, It's nice and bright and and brisk on the East Coast. And uh, we're going to start right there with the Jets. The New York football Jets versus the New York football Giants. One, Two teams going in two different directions. One team is a viable playoff contender. The other team playing just for respectability, really, and, and for their playoff life. Um, the Giants are five and six. Uh, really in second place because they're tied with Washington. Washington, quite naturally, if you know you're a Giant fan, you know that Washington beat the Giants last week uh, handily, handily, and the Jets um, are six and five. 
it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a clear day. You, I can imagine the Jets and Giants fans, it's going to be a, a, a fantastic football day weather-wise, um, depending on who whose fan you are. Uh, de- depends on what kind of day you're going to have. But it's going to be in the 50s, clear, quite naturally. It's an outdoor stadium, great football uh, a day it be in MetLife Stadium. Uh, let's go to the um, game matchups, and I'd have to say this. If you're hurting for a quarterback, you don't have Tony uh, Romo, um, you don't have too much faith in Matt Ryan, which you shouldn't because Matt Ryan has, played, has been playing like hot garbage, um, um, a turnover machine. One of the most consistent quarterbacks, believe it or not, is Ryan Fitzpatrick, former uh, quarterback for my Houston Texans. I don't like him. I think he's still a career backup, but he's with Shane Gailey in, uh, um, in the offense that he knows the best. Shane Gailey seems to get the best out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. I have to admit that. Um, he scored in every full game that he's played this year, and most have been with two touchdowns. So um, last week was his uh, uh, best of the season. He had two, threw for 277 yards and four touchdowns against the uh, uh, division rival Dolphins. So as long as uh, – um, Fitzpatrick doesn't face a top secondary. He's uh, he's very he'll be very consistent, and I can see him throwing two t- two TDs today. So if you missed out on Tony Romo uh, because of injury, you're down on Ryan uh, Matt Ryan, uh, and you're looking for a quarterback. This guy should not be on the waiver wire. This should be on somebody's um, roster. Uh, I think he has a uh a, a great uh a shot of um kicking the giants butt this week and uh I would recommend you put him in putting him in your lineup. I know it's the week that you maybe make or break but what do you have to lose? Let me put it at this point. What do you have to lose? Put Ryan Fitzpatrick in there. This is basically a home game for uh, the the Jets and the Giants. I mean, Giants are supposed to be the home team, but both teams play out of MetLife Stadium, so it doesn't make a difference who's designated, in quotation marks, the home team. Both of them are really playing at home. So you play Eric Decker with no problem. You play um, Brandon Brandon Marshall with absolutely no issue with that. Uh, And you know what? Because the Giants are not that good against the run. They're one of the worst teams preventing fantasy points against the running back position. <clears throat> they they defend the pass, believe it or not, better than any other position. It's the last against uh, in, in the quarterback preventing fantasy points. The 24th in preventing fantasy points um, in the uh, against the running back, 18th against the wide receiver, and 31st against the tight end. And if you're uh, uh, if you're opposing team against the Giants, uh, your kicker is going to be in position to be able to make some field goals because the Giants are 25th against that. So what I'm saying, Randy Book Bullock, that sounds familiar, Texan fans. Randy Book Bullock used to be the, the kicker for the Texans. Now he's a kicker for the Jets. He's going to be a good player. I think the Jets are going to be able to get. Um, uh, uh, be able to move the football, even if they don't get into the end zone, which I think they're going to do at least a couple times. Uh, they're going to be in position to kick field goals, and Randy Bullock's going to benefit from that. On the other side of the ball, well, you know what? They're playing the Jets, and the Jets without Darrell Revis for the second week in a row, still dealing with, uh, I guess, the uh, concussion, concussion symptoms. And even with Darrell in there, uh, the Jets have been susceptible to the past, they happen to be uh, 24th against the wide receiver position. They're a little better against the quarterback, preventing fantasy points. They're 17th, but the Jets can be passed on. That's one of their weaknesses. They can be passed on, so I would definitely play uh, 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 um, 
Eli, because I think he, that's the way they're going to have to be able to move the football because the uh, Giants, uh, excuse me, the Jets are number four. They're in the top five in, in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. So you've got to be able to pass the ball through the Jets. Uh, and, and I think the uh, Eli and company, that includes Odell Beckham, who I think is going to be running wild because they don't have anybody to, to contend. If they don't have Revis, Antonio Cromartie is, is too long and too um, um, is not the type of uh, DB that can hang with uh, Odell. Let me put it that way. So uh, uh, Antonio is is is, is, is going to be posterized more than once if he goes up against Odell. So uh, Odell Beckham is a definite play here, from in my opinion. If you're looking for a uh, flex position, uh, and you and you got somebody sitting out there, maybe Dwayne Harris. Eli's going to have to throw the ball more than one person here. Uh, I'm not too too high on Ruben Randall this week, but I do like Dwayne Harris. I think he's a little bit more shiftier. Um, his hands are suspect, but I think he's a little bit more shiftier, and he gets a shot to get into the end zone. I wouldn't even recommend playing any of those running backs. No way. Rashad Jennings, Shane Vereen, I know they want to try to be able to uh, be balanced on offense, against this Jet defense, I don't think it's going to happen. All right, let's move on to the next game on the docket here. Uh, let's try to get through these games as quick, quick as possible. Uh, this is a team that I really like. I liked in the beginning at the quarterback. Uh, I, I really like the coach because um, he's one of those – there's a couple of coaches that I really like, uh, and I talked to a few people before the fantasy season. And told them, um, or advised them, let me put it that way, that look at the offensive coordinator, look at the offensive philosophy of the certain teams, and gives you a good idea of who you should pick up, whether it's the quarterback, wide receiver, or the running back in that, or running backs, or running running uh, wide receivers in that on that team. On one of these teams, I touted this quarterback, and a lot of. Pe- a lot of people that are in leagues what I was in have and this is the one of the one of the caveats you have uh, I have um I talk a lot on on um on 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 the airways about before the season and to other people about who you should pick up who I really like who I think is going to ball out that a lot of people aren't looking at and the bad thing about it is when people ask you advice, you, you, you know, uh, you're, you're in a catch-22 for the re- simple reason. Now, you're trying to keep the information to yourself so you can use it for yourself, but you're, you're in, a, in a position that you've got to be able to um, give the information out to help other people. And sometimes it comes to bite you in the butt. Well, it comes to bite me in the butt in a few spots, in a few leagues, where I had talked about Carson Palmer. Um, being a, a sleeper pick, uh, and a lot of people not seeing him on the radar. And what I'm saying is this, and I keep on saying it, and I've said it in the prior to seeing it, and you hear me spout this week in and week out, and I'm going to say it again until um, I'm blue in the face. I said, talked to uh, um, some people and told them, look at the offensive philosophy, look at what the type of quarterback it is and how it fits into the, to the system. And this is one of these guys, Carson Palmer, and I said it, Last year, and I keep on saying it, one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL, um, bar none, in a Bruce Arian offense who likes to push the ball down the field with wide receivers that can get downfield and get open and get downfield. Picked him up in late rounds, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, yes, 12th round, picked up Carson Palmer in one of the leagues. In one, in that, in that league, I'm, I'm the number one seed. What I'm saying is this. Look at the offensive philosophy, and you understand if the quarterback fits that philosophy of what the offensive coordinator or the head coach wants to do. And Bruce Arian, and a lot of people underestimate the offense of the Arizona Cardinals, just like they underestimated um, over the last few years until they, they exploded. And I try to tell people this. I'm talking about 
Todd Haley and the, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was I was on that bandwagon two seasons ago, not 2015, not 2014, 2013, when I could see what was going on. Steady progression. The same thing is here with the Cardinals. You play Carson Palmer. I know it's a tough tough matchup. They're going against a, a stiff a, a stiff Arizona, I mean stiff St. Louis defense, and St. Louis is playing at home. Carson Palmer struggled last week only because, and I watched that game. I watched the game specifically because I wanted to see how he would he would uh, play on the road against the San Francisco team that's trying to really establish themselves, establish a new identity with, with a quarterback. Very conservative play calling from Bruce Arians. Um, overconfident play calling from Bruce Aaron. Let me put it that way. Seemed like the the, the, the team just uh, thought they could just show up. Got into a dogfight, and eventually Cardinals won, but it wasn't easy. I don't think that's going to happen again. This is the second road game. They're playing St. Louis in the Dome. These All these players on, Saint, on, on um, the Cardinals are built to play on the turf, whether it's home or away. Arizona is going to be putting up some points on here. You play Carson Palmer, he's going to throw for a couple of touchdowns. Probably one that spent Larry Fitzgerald, which is in, out of doubt. David Johnson is going to get huge touches here. Uh, hopefully you got David Johnson uh, and, and he didn't uh, – or you picked him up. You know that Chris Johnson is out for the year. Andre Ellington is hurt with a turf toe or some type of foot injury, ankle, whatever it is. He's out. David Johnson is the man. Powerful running back, can catch the football, and also run the football, and he'll be, I think he'll be able to run the football against this uh, defense, even though – and that's probably one of the weakest parts of this defense. It's 18th in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. Fourth against the quarterback, third against the wide receiver. So you're saying, well, how can you say play Carson Palmer? Come on. I think Carson Palmer is matchup proof. Tell, tell you the truth, people, um, and I think uh, he he he'll do well playing on the road. I know this is Jeff Fisher, and I know that um, the defense is going to be stout here with Greg Williams as the uh, defensive coordinator. You play Carson Palmer, play Larry Fitzgerald. You play, uh, and I have to temper my expectations. And, and this is a, a sleeper pick here. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's a toss-up here because I, I know one of these guys is going to um, um, you have to be you have to be suspect. If Michael Floyd plays, you play him. If hopefully you picked up J.J. Nelson, who's I think a little bit more explosive, he, he can fly. Let me put it that way. And 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 he's got the perfect quarterback to, to get the ball to him. Uh, uh, especially on the turf, J.J. Uh, Nelson, look out for him. He's a big play wide receiver. He can get you, let me put it this way, the way that this offense is set up, one play from J.J. Nelson can get you 14 fantasy points, 70 yard. 30, let me put it this, 70 yard. I'll say this, 50-yard pass, uh, that's – and and, and 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 the touchdown at that, that's double digits from one play. J.J. Nelson can do that for you. I also like the field goal kicker in here because they're going to get in position to either kick field goals or extra points. This offense moves the ball, and I and I and I said this last yesterday, and I'll say it again today. You want to get kickers that that from offense that can move the football. If they don't get into the end zone, fine. But if they'll get in position to kick field goals, and that's what you need. You can pick up a quick three points on one play. And if they consistently get it into field goal range without getting into the end zone, <clears throat> two or three field goals, uh, if, depending on your scoring system, what scoring system are three points for each field goal? You can get a, three field goals, nine points. Nine points is pretty gold for a field goal kicker. That's not that's not even taking away 
if they get the, into the end zone with the extra points, you, then you're talking double digits. On the St. Louis side, I you know what? I know Todd Gurley hasn't been playing well. I know the defenses have been uh, gearing up for Todd Gurley. You play Todd Gurley. You, I, if, if you, if he's not a running back one, he's a low end running back two. Definitely a flex play. But you play Todd Gurley because you know that um, the talent is there. They're going to try to get Todd Gurley to run the football because that's a Jeff Fisher type team. Run the football with a stud running back and then uh, take your shots with um, basically your complimentary uh, wide receiver and tight end. I don't like any of the other positions. Uh, they're, they're not consistent enough on the St. Louis side to uh, warrant anything like that. And uh, I have to, I'd have to pass on every uh, St. Louis Rams other than Todd Gurley. All right, let's move on to the next game. I spent a little bit too much time on that. Let's move on to the um, – and, and I had talked about this guy before, Matt Ryan, uh, and, and it's Falcons going to Tampa Bay. This is one of these teams, Atlanta Falcons, that do not play well on the road, and they haven't really been playing well at all, uh, to tell you the truth. Um, and uh, I, I see um, <clears throat> Matt Ryan. Matt Bryan is out, the kicker. Uh, they picked up Shane Grain. He'll do the kicking. Supposedly, Austin Severian Jenkins is – is uh, uh, clear to play. Uh, he's listed as questionable. He's um, likely to be active, um, but his role may not be clear yet. Um, he's missed two, play, two months of playing time. You know what, people? Uh, this is one of these guys. Tampa Bay has a favorable schedule uh, in the tight end position going forward. And uh, um, I, you, you, you're missing – Keith Miller. I know he's not a real big play, but you're missing Jimmy Graham. You're missing Rob Gronkowski. Uh, Austin Severian Jenkins was a target for Jameis Winston before he got hurt. So what makes you think that he won't be a target, an additional target, um, along with uh, Vincent Jackson and uh, um, um, Mike Evans, Again, so in my opinion, it's pretty cut and dry that if I was to uh, go with a, 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 a take a chance on a tight end, and especially a tight end with a favorable favorable schedule, um, in my opinion, I would go with. Uh, Well, you know, you know, I have to back up and say he's got a favorable schedule. I, 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 he's got a decent schedule, but you know what? <clears throat> it's a young tight end with a rookie quarterback that, for most, for the most part, um, I would definitely go with. All right, <clears throat> just think about the schedule that uh, Tampa Bay has. Um, going forward in the in the uh in the fantasy playoffs. New Orleans, okay? At week 14, St. Louis is a tough matchup in week 15. And then he goes against the Chicago Bears, and two or three of those games are home. The only game that's on the road is in St. Louis and uh I would have to say that, in my opinion, he's a good play and a good stash. Um, if he doesn't play or he gets spot starts this week, I can guarantee you this is this is a not a uh, 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 it's a let's see what he's got type of game. Um, give him uh, limited snaps, get him accumulated to to game game flow, and then he'll go off at home against New Orleans and Tampa Bay. That's just what I'm thinking, okay? But what I'm saying is this. Uh, I would play Matt Ryan. I don't I'm, – I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan, but I think uh, going against the Tampa Bay um, defense 
which is 22nd against the uh, uh, in preventing fantasy points against running uh, quarterback position, uh, 23rd in, in wide receiver position. So uh, you play uh, Matt Ryan. I think Devontae Freeman, um, this uh, Tampa Bay defense is, is top 15 in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. But Devontae Freeman, I think, is a uh, – I would say he's matchup proof. I think I would play him um, – uh, and, and without without reservation here, quite naturally, this is a no-brainer to me. You play Julio Jones. Leonard Hankerson is on IR. He's done for the season. So it's Roddy White, uh, Justin Hardy, and, and uh, um, one of the consistent tar- targets of um, Matt Ryan is uh, Jake and Tammy, who is the uh, tight end. And uh, I think they can rack up some points on the tight end position. On the other side, Doug Martin, I think uh, – he should be he should be pretty consistent here going against the thirtieth ranked um um uh defense in running back preventing running preventing running back points fantasy points i should say so doug martin's a definite play for me here uh, you, you gotta play mike evans mike evans is a consistent target for james winston um i think uh, uh vincent jackson is a consistent target for um, double-digit points in fantasy. And I don't expect uh, – he could be a flex play, a wide receiver three, somewhere around there. And uh, um, it's another sleeper here. Now, I- I'm not saying that – like I said, they may transition Austin Severian Jenkins in to see – you know, just get him in football speed and whatever and, and un- really unleash him next week. But I think Cameron Brait, who's been picking up the slack for um, – uh, in the tight end position is a sneaky play here. I know that you don't need sneaky plays. You need solid plays here. But Cameron Brake, B-R-A-T-E, um, scored once and caught two passes for 48 yards in the last meeting with the Falcons. He also scored in each of the last two games. Um, even though his yardage was low, he's a red zone uh, target for Jameis Winston, and, and that's what you need. You rack up those um, red zone targets and uh, uh, hopefully you can get a touchdown out of them. Well, Cameron Brayton. All right, let's move on to uh, we got a lot of games to cover and um, and uh, um, BS nationals and BS around here. Well, let's go the Panthers and the Saints. Is this the um, trap game? Is this the game that uh, people are looking past, including the Carolina Panthers and the uh, New Orleans Saints division rival? Hated division rival, to tell you the truth. Carolina is going to New Orleans, and that uh, uh, um, New Orleans offense. Oh, where have you gone? Where have you gone to New Orleans offense? There's talk that um, Sean Payton may not be there after this year. There's talk that the, the Drew Brees' um, um, skills have declined. The offense, uh, the whole team. Uh, had really um, taken uh, a few steps backwards. And uh, Saints are four and seven, three and two at home um, on a three game losing streak. And they're going up against the Panthers, who quite naturally people know are undefeated. You got to play Cam Newton. I think he throws for a couple touchdowns and runs for another. Uh, there's no two ways about it. I told you about Jonathan Stewart. I still think he's got one of the best. Uh, schedules for a running back um, in the league. One of the best schedules for a running back in the league. Uh, trust me, going to fantasy playoffs, uh, you want at the the, the uh, advantage. So you're Jonathan Stewart fans uh, and owners. Um, you, you should be able to reap the rewards from here on, or probably reaping the rewards for the last two or three weeks because he's been really been balling out, <clears throat> and he's got a he's got a favorable schedule. Like I said, he plays Atlanta. Falcons twice out of the next three weeks, twice. And 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 uh, uh, I, I don't see him um, having any problem uh, this week playing the New Orleans Saints, who are thirty second, thirty first, twenty first, thirty second, and preventing fantasy points in this order, just like I named them: quarterback, running back wide receiver, and a tight end position, meaning they are absolutely the bottom of the barrel, if not close to it, in any kind of defensive um, 
um, part of um, slowing down the, uh, their opposition. So you play Cam Newton, you play Jonathan Stewart. You know what? This boy has been balling out. He's a rookie. Um, he's getting more and more touches. He's getting more and more. Uh, it's taking him a while, but he's getting more and more acclimated to the offense. I'm talking about Devin Funches. Yes, Devin Funches. I would play him this week. Uh, wide receiver three uh, with upside in here. Uh, I think he does get into the end zone. He's a big, big boy with, and red zone target that he likes. And quite naturally, uh, Cam Newton's BFF is um, uh, Greg Olson. Uh, I think he gets a bell here. I think he gets a bend. Yes, I think he gets 100 yards here and, and, and quite six or seven catches quite naturally because that's who he is. I mean, he, he's he's Cam. He's Cam's outlet. He loves him. And uh, on the other side, does Drew Brees hold here? Now, you're going up against a defense that is balling out top ten defense in preventing fantasy points in the quarterback, running back, wide receiver position, even against the kicker. The top 15 and 14th, to be exact, in preventing fantasy points against the tight end. So do you play Ben Watson? Well, I think because of the pass rush and and, and what, what takes place, I know that the linebackers are very active and, and are very skilled in Tommy uh, Tommy Davis and Luke Keekley that uh, Ben Watson may have issues, but I still like Ben Washington in there. Ben Wash Ben Was- Watson in here because uh, what Willie Sneed is uh, um, out. He's not going to play this week, so that means there's going to be more targets to Brandon Coleman, who's going to step in. Uh, Marcus Colson, Brandon Cooks is going to be shadowed by um, Josh Norman. And, and uh, uh, good luck with that. He's he shut down many of wide receivers, and I think he shut down Brandon Cooks in here. Um, but you got to play Drew Brees, okay? You, that's probably your number one running uh, running back, number one quarterback. So you got to play him, without a doubt, uh, and hope for the best because this is like I said, this is a defense, one of the top defenses in fantasy and reality that um, either shuts teams down or slows them down uh, against their regular numbers. Let me put it that way. And then uh, you've got to play Mark Ingram. I think he gets you double digits, um, mid-double digits, 14, 15 points in a combination of running the football and catching passes out of the backfield, which he's he's become um, very adept at doing. So I think that's going to happen well for him. Uh, so let's move on to let's move on to a uh, another matchup and 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 see uh, how it, how it goes here. Let's go against the uh, Seattle Seahawks and the Minnesota Vikings. Now, a lot of people say don't play Stephon Diggs. A lot of people say don't play Stephon Diggs. Because it, um, Richard Sherman. Well, you know what? I've been thinking about this more and more. And um, Antonio Brown didn't have a bad day against Richard Sherman. Uh, I know that Marcus Wheaton balled out because everyone was uh, concentrating on Martavius Bryant and Antonio Brown. Stephon Diggs. So, you know what? This is just a gut call. They say that sit t- Stephon Diggs. I'm saying this. Play Stephon Diggs. I have confidence in Stephon Diggs because uh, they're playing at home. They're playing against the Seattle defense, especially Legion of Boom. That can be passed on. Look at what the um, um, Pittsburgh Steelers did in Seattle. And the Arizona Cardinals have done. I, I know that we're talking about Ben Roethlisberger and Carson Palmer, but I'm also saying that uh, I think Stephon Diggs 
can get get enough fantasy points to to be satisfied here. And I'm I'm thinking I'm looking for a big play. They're going to be running the football, which they can be run on uh, against this defense. <clears throat> uh, and this is just a gut call for me. Okay, they're they're seventh uh, preventing fantasy points in the quarterback position. Second against preventing fantasy points against the running back position. Fifth in wide receiver and twentieth, twenty ninth, I should say, in in, in tight end position. So. You, if you don't have Carl Rudolph, he's sitting on the waiver wire. He shouldn't be. This is one of the weeks that you play Carl Rudolph because he is going to have a should have a very good statistically should have a very good day today because they don't defend the the um, tight end position of the opposition. I'm talking about Seattle. So in my opinion, you play Stephon Diggs. Teddy Bridgewater's got got to throw to somebody. Uh, so I'm saying either, if he doesn't throw it to the tight end, he's going to be throwing a tough step on Diggs. Targets, equal opportunities, uh, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to throw the football because they're, they're going to try their best, talking about Seattle, to prevent Adrian Peterson from going off. So they're going to concentrate all their energies in stopping the run and have Teddy beat, beat them. And Stephon Diggs is one of the wide receivers that are going to benefit from that. Uh, on the other side, you got to play Thomas Rawls. I know Minnesota is seventh in preventing fantasy points against the running back position, but you got to play Thomas Rawls. They do an excellent job uh, um, preventing fantasy points at quarterback, uh, and I think Russell Wilson is not going to do what he did last week against Pittsburgh. And the wide receivers uh, are not going to be able to do what they did against the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is going to be a uh, very interesting game to watch. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the home team won it. So, um, and I'm just saying that. All right, let's move on. And that's going to be uh, um, 35, 35 degrees and overcast. So it's going to be, I would say, ideal football weather, but it's going to be nice and uh, clear weather to play with. All right, let's move on to, to my Texans, my, my Houston Texans. And this is a scary game for me, people. They're going to play uh, Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, and... Uh, I, I'm saying this this could be a big letdown game, and Buffalo could uh, run wild, but I don't think it's going to happen. Carlos Williams is out. Brian Hoyer has been thrown for, on the average of 250 yards and two touchdowns. And Buffalo, I, I, I know everybody's touting Rex Ryan's defense defenses, but if you look at the last few years of Rex Ryan's defenses, his backside, meaning his DBs, meaning the pass defense, has been getting torched, and it's been no different here. Um, they're 19th and, and 14th. Let me, let, me put, let me put this again. They're 14th and 19th in preventing fantasy points in the quarterback and, and wide receiver position. And believe it or not, this supposedly stout position is 21st in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. So what's that telling you? It's telling me is this that the quarterback can make plays, that the running back can make plays, that the wide receiver can make plays. They're better in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. But what we need to do, and I'm talking about the Texans, is be able to run the football. I know we have Alfred Blue. This has become a passing offense um, over the last few weeks. And Brian Hoyer, like I said, has been averaging about 250 yards and two touchdowns. Um, And I think he can do it here. Uh, I also like – Quite naturally, you got to play DeAndre Hopkins, and you got to play Cecil Shorts. I know a lot of people uh, are saying, "Well, Cecil Shorts, he used to be with the Jaguars. He's the number two wide receiver. Uh, they don't have any number two wide receivers. Well, they do. Uh, um, and, and Brian Horry gets to the, either to Cecil Shorts and Nate Nate Washington. Um, and Cecil Shorts gets the better part of that. I think he gets a shot into the end zone along with DeAndre Hopkins." And um, on the other side of the ball, I don't think Sean McCoy, they're going to be able to run the football, okay? Uh, Houston's 19th to prevent fantasy points in, in against the um, running back, 10th uh, uh, against the quarterback, and 8th against the wide receiver position. So they're a little better at preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. So I'm saying this, that I don't think uh, Sammy Watkins uh, um, is, is – uh, he may have a shot to get into the end zone, but uh, for the most part, I think they're going to um, um, slow this 
team down, and and uh, uh, they they average Texans average eleven points. They give the opposition um, each week eleven points. So this is not a high powered offense in, in Buffalo, and I don't think that it, it's going to be a high scoring game. Um, and and I got a caller here. Let me call. Get I think I know this guy. Call from the six oh nine. Call from the six oh nine. Welcome to the uh, master plan. State your hey, name guys. and what you got to say. Hey, what's up, man? man? How you been? Hey, yeah, real good, real good. Jersey got Jersey House. Hey, Junior's away this week. He's in, in his cop league. He's got a PPR league. He's he wins. He's in. He's seven and five. He's won seven out of the last eight games. His first four games, he was missing Foster, Gurley, you know Bryant, all his studs. Now here's the dilemma we have. He's got Hopkins starting. He's got Landry. He's got Beckham, and he's got Martavis Bryant as his flex. He's got Gates in instead of Barnes, and so now he shuts down the tight end. His right. dilemma is he usually plays Gurley. He's got Gurley. He's got Johnson from Arizona in there now in a PPR. But on his bench, he's got McFadden, who has been struggling, who gave him 11 points last week because of six receptions for 45 yards. He has C.J. Anderson. Now, C.J. Anderson's intriguing, but you got Hillman in there. Yes, San Diego's bad. Yes, he did have a good game last week. Yes, Kubiak wants to run the ball. So, out of those four, you know, um, Gurley, who did have 169 yards the first time against St. Louis, but 100 of them were in garbage time in the fourth quarter. Gurley is getting back that offensive lineman that was missing week 11 and 12, that rookie from Wisconsin. So, whether that makes a difference, I do not know. Could it be a shootout? And then Trey Mason comes in. So, the question Junior has is, do we go with Gurley? We need two. Gurley, Johnson from Arizona, C.J. Anderson, McFadden. Out of those four, which two do you like? Keep your eye. He's a muscle and he wins. He's in the playoffs. And he's okay. Well, the one one guy I, I absolutely love this week uh, uh, because he's going to be involved in the passing game along with the running game is, is Johnson from Arizona. That's a right, no-brainer okay. for me right there. That's a no-brainer okay. for me right there. Uh, okay. The other guy, um, you know what? Fadden, McFadden is playing who? Um McFadden is playing. playing Washington Monday night. And Monday sometimes night. He, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. But yeah. Like we, um, CJ Anderson. CJ Anderson is playing in San Diego. At San Diego, San Diego is one of the worst teams, if not the worst team against the run. But you got Ronnie Hillman, like you said there. So they split split the, they split split, the time yeah. there. There well, you know what? I, I've I've been on this kid for ever since uh, um, ever since he started playing it. And I'm a, if I was going to go down, I'm going to go down with with, with the uh, the best. So I'm going to go go down with Tom Gurley. Uh, if I go down, I thought I, I say in, they're they're in the same game. Um, I uh, I think that uh, um, Gurley Gurley somehow f- figures it out. Um, he's playing at home, which is better than if he's playing it in Arizona. Right. So what I would go with is two guys that play in the same game. Okay. Uh, and, and, and jo- Johnson and Gurley. And he's getting that lineman back, supposedly, I forget his name, who's a rookie from Wisconsin, who we didn't have week 11 and 12. Right. And that's why I was wondering. And I, I know Arizona's real stout. I think they're ranked fourth against the run. And like mm-hmm. you said, they are stock in the box, but they were missing that lineman. Does that one lineman make a difference? I don't know. But like you said, do you go down with the guys you started? Because he's basically, ever since Gurley came back, Gurley's always been in the lineup. You know, yep. now, it's been Foster in there. It's been Deion Lewis in there, but he lost both of them. Then it's been pretty much McFadden. He hasn't put yeah. C.J. Anderson. Uh, I think he, I, I, I don't think he's, he, he played Spencer Warren either. But he hasn't played C.J. Anderson probably since week four because he wasn't doing anything, but he was limited in what he had because he was waiting for guys like Foster to come back, Gurley to come back. You know what I mean? So Lewis right. picked up. So, you like you said, go down with your best, not try to overthink things. But it is right. a tough matchup. Again, it's in St. Louis, and maybe that has something to do with it. You know what I mean? That has, that has a lot to do with it. I mean, you, you got to understand that, that these teams, when they draft players, they draft players for their home field. So, right. okay. um, so I, I got to believe that um, uh, uh, Gurley, who had his best, excuse me, his worst outing last week. Uh, it's right. going to come back and, and and play better. I mean, I know Arizona's a very good defense, but they can't be run on. Let me put it that way. So it's not like they're they're the best, but they're in the top five or ten. But I still got to believe that 
the talent of Todd Gurley is going to prevail, and he'd be able to give you decent fantasy points in that position. How, how many you think you'll give me? You think? How many you think you'll be able to get? Uh, Gurley. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, to, to say the truth, I think he, I think he'll get give you um, mid teens. I, I do, okay. I do believe that. I, I yeah, believe he gonna, I think he gets, gets a trip, trip into the end zone. Um, right. he, he's also using the passing game too. So, okay. um, is this a PPR or no? Yeah, it's a PPR because look for him to get about thirteen in the CBS. Look at my my son's in. I think eighteen for Johnson. I think thirteen for McFadden. Maybe eleven for uh, CJ Anderson. But again. Their predictions. I've seen predictions get blown out with people schoolers. It's like I didn't play Riddick in my PPR league in Yahoo. They said Riddick was supposed to give me eleven or twelve points. He only gave eight. So yeah, right. you know I mean you never know. It's just an estimation. Some guys right. go off weeks and others, but he's gotta be due because he's had three weeks in a row where he hasn't looked good early. And um so hopefully maybe he gets going. Like you said, if you're gonna go down, I like the guy that has the rock more. Like you know Johnson ain't got nobody behind him. I mean, Gurley has mixed, but Gurley's really the man. In that yeah. Holman, T.J. Anderson thing, hey, it's a beautiful matchup. Don't get me wrong. And Anderson may go off too. And both. Well, well may, let me let me let me put it this way: it's it's Gary Kubiak, and C.J. Yeah. Anderson may may have had a a, the, the, a career day last week, and then right. this week he may he may only get two or three touches. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but um, right. um, Kubiak right. may feature Ronnie Hillman this week. He he's, he's in that mentality of Mike Shanahan type of mentality that. Uh, he doesn't care what you did last week. He's going to go with this week, and it could be uh, a Bill Belichick type of thing. Guy coming right. from nowhere, and he, and this guy sits and C.J. Anderson hardly sees the field. So, right. uh, and he may go off, but in, in my opinion, right. if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down right. with my best. I don't I don't want my best running back if if I think Tar Gurley's my best running back to be sitting on the bench, go off, right. and all those fantasy points be sitting on the bench, and I'm I'm after the season or after this week, I'm going to say I could have, would have, should have when I should have put right. the guy in in the first place. I'm always believing in putting your studs in and let your studs work. If they don't, at least you put your studs in and, and, and you gave yourself a chance and not put them on the bench. You know, he's won, like I said, you know, seven out of the last eight. And, and girl, he's been in there. Sometimes he does right. good. That's uh, game so. So, uh, and his receivers have always been the same. Those four receivers, you know, tight end, usually it's Barnes or Gates, you know, so that's been consistent. Yes, defense consistent. Dalton's right. quarterback, not, 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 not Ryan Ryan anymore. Because mm-hmm. the running back has always been growing in somebody else, either growing McFadden or, or mm-hmm. growing in Faulkner or growing mm-hmm. in Lewis. So mm-hmm. that's why. So uh, why change I, it now? Do you understand what I'm saying? I, so why change it now? You know, and that's what I kind of that's what I'm kind of thinking because there's another thing I belong to, and I plug in uh, that gives you good play and stuff like that. And I actually said growing in Johnson too. So uh, you know, had growing getting a lot more points than you and I were thinking with like 22. If he if he can get mid teens at him, that's beautiful. If he gets fourteen out of him, he'd be happy like a pig in the eight. He's scheduled right. one by eleven, but he scored two thousand points. This other guy scored twenty one hundred points. So they're mm-hmm. number one point. He's eight that guy's eight and four and we're seven and five. So it's a matter of we don't want to leave, we wanna put our best possible scoring people out there and wherever it lies it lies. At least he gave it his best shot. You know what I mean? Right. And not exactly. overthink something. So I really appreciate it, my friend, you bring a lot of a good thing to light there. And, again, I'm trying not to overthink for him. He's away. So I'm just trying to make sure things are tweaked for him. So I really appreciate that. Best of luck to you and the leagues you're in this week. Hopefully we chat next week that he did make the playoffs there, and, and hopefully everything works out for us. And thanks again for your time. I appreciate it. Enjoy your Sunday. Thank you very much. Same to you, man. You, you uh, Good luck this week. Yep. Appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. No problem. Yep. Okay. Okay. I hope I gave you some other people that were listening to fantasy advice. I always believe if you're going to go down, you go down with your best. That was a, and I expressed that with that caller. If you're going to go down, you go down with your studs, guys. That you don't overthink it. Don't overthink it because that stud that you sit, the guy who's been balling out, even though he may have had one or two bad weeks. Okay, he's had one or two bad weeks, but he's been one of your studs uh, up until those one or two bad weeks. Don't sit him, because that's the that's the week, especially this week when you need all your studs and you need all all the best shots that you can can in your lineup to give you as many fantasy points as you can, and hopefully you come out with a win. And if you're on the edge, like I said, beginning of the show, you're on the edge of whether you get into the playoffs or not. You put your studs out there and hope for the best. 
At least you go down with the best. You don't try to overthink it. You try to overthink it. You put, uh, uh, you try to outsmart yourself and put somebody in there that either 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 the projections say it's going to have a better shot at points than your stud. You put your stud on your bench. Your stud that that you thought because it, the matchup looked bad goes off, and that's what studs do. They go off at times for the most for the most part. And then you're gonna you're gonna shake your head and say why'd I do that when I when I should have put him in there, shoulda coulda woulda. It's going to get you. Wait till next year. That's that's my shoulda woulda coulda going to going to get you to the phrase. I'll, I'll wait till next year. You don't want that with with a shot of getting a trophy, or some monetary gain if you're in the playoffs and have a shot because all you have to do is get in the playoffs doesn't make a difference how you got in the playoffs. Just get in the playoffs, and everybody has a shot, whether you're the first seed or you're the last seed. You need to just get into the playoffs for a shot because you can get on a run. All you have to do is get uh, fortunate enough to get on a run, win a few rounds to get to the championship, and you never know what may happen. But you got to get into the playoffs first. So put your studs in there um, and just um, hope for the best. You know, like I said, part of winning fantasy is uh, putting your studs in there um, and and, uh, uh, not overthink it. And it takes skill to draft, to play your players from week to week, but it also takes week to week a little luck. And and that's a fact. It takes a little luck, Uh, fantasy luck. Players not getting hurt, players getting hurt, but you have to back up – are you fortunate enough to get pick up somebody who blows up off the waiver wire? You have to have skill and luck, and, and uh, some uh, some works better than others week to week. So it is what it is, and, and uh, you just hope for the best. All right, let's move on. We only got a few minutes left. Unfortunately, people, I'm not going to be able to cover all these weeks. I'm sorry about that, um, but hopefully. You've been listening to uh, what I've been saying up until this point, and you've been able to benefit from that. What I'm telling you is this. You go with your studs, guys that have carried you this far, put them in your lineup, and let them work their magic. At least you give it your best shot with the best players that you have on your roster. Overthink it, and you overthink yourself right out of the playoffs. Plain and simple. If if the, if the studs don't work out, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, all right, let's move on to the next matchup real quick. Uh, I got uh, Ravens versus the Dolphins. Here we go with this. All right, uh, Jarvis Landry is a big play here. You got to play Jarvis Landry without a doubt. No no doubt about it. Get one, get one of the worst defenses against the pass in, in Baltimore. Jarvis Landry, who play? Devontae Parker's getting more play. Uh, you play him in here also. Um, uh, um, if you're hurting for uh, a, uh, a quarterback, this is probably one of the times I would tell you to play Ryan Tannehill because Baltimore is in the bottom quarter uh, of preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position, and uh, Tannehill's on a three-game streak of multiple passing touchdowns. Um, so I would say play, play Ryan Tannehill on the other side of the ball in Baltimore. Um, Camille Aiken, um, is a good play here because, uh, the, uh, Miami Dolphins are, are, uh, 25th in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position. And also Javoris Allen is a good play here because they're 29th in preventing fantasy points in the, um, uh, running back position. Uh, so those two guys are definitely plays, Kamir Aiken and Javoris Allen. And uh, Richard Matthews is already out. Uh, and uh, it, and Kenny Stills is questionable to, to play. Uh, so uh, those are the two guys that are on the Baltimore side and the two guys, three guys on the um, – uh, two, two, two guys on the Baltimore side and three guys – uh, on the um, Miami side to play. Well, 
I'm not going to keep you guys any longer. Um, I'm sorry I, I didn't get to all of them. Hopefully that you make the right decisions in your playoff push. And uh, we'll be talking to you in uh, week 14 when the playoffs start for the majority of you. Some start in 15. Uh, others have started this week. But for the most part, week 14 is when you start. Good luck in your fantasy um, quest to get to the playoffs. Uh, and then we'll be talking to you next week. And I guarantee you, people, I'll talk about every matchup regardless. I'll, we'll allocate the time to make sure that we um, cover every matchup in the all-important first week for most of you in the fantasy playoffs. See ya. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.